Worthy is the Lamb, the faithful and true, the one whose name is called the Word of God. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Good morning, Lord Jesus. You are listening to the Good Morning Jesus Daily Devotional from the Promised Land Restoration Ministries. On this day, the 28th of January, 2023. The topic of today is titled Defeating Poverty Sponsored by Bewitchment, Part 5. May God Almighty grant us the grace to walk with the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our Bible passage for today is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 29, from verses 1 to verses 29. Deuteronomy chapter 29, from verses 1 to verses 29. These are the terms of the covenant that the Lord commanded Moses to make with the people of Israel in the land of Moab. All this was in addition to the covenant which the Lord had made with them at Mount Sinai. Moses called together all the people of Israel and said to them, You saw for yourselves what the Lord did to the king of Egypt to his officials, and to his entire country. You saw the terrible plagues, the miracles, and the great wonders that the Lord performed. But to this very day, he has not let you understand what you have experienced. For 40 years, the Lord led you through the desert and your clothes and sandals never wore out. You did not have bread to eat or wine or beer to drink, but the Lord provided for your needs in order to teach you that He is your God. And when we came to this place, King Sihon of Heshbon and King Hog of Bashan came out to fight against us, but we defeated them, took their land, and divided it among the tribes of Reuben and Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh. Obey faithfully all the terms of the covenant, and you will be successful in everything you do. Today, you are standing in the presence of the Lord your God. All of you, your leaders and officials, your men, women and children, and the foreigners who live among you and cut wood and carry water for you. You are here today to enter into this covenant that the Lord your God is making you 
and to accept its obligations so that the Lord may now confirm with you as his people and be your God as he promised you and your ancestors Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. You are not the only ones with whom the Lord is making this covenant with its obligations. He is making it with all of us who stand here in his presence today and also with our descendants who are yet to be born. You remember what life was like in Egypt and what it was like to travel through the territory of other nations. You saw their disgusting idols made of wood, stone, silver and gold. Make sure that no man, woman, family or tribe standing here today turns from the Lord our God to worship the gods of other nations. This would be like a root that grows to be a bitter and poisonous plant. Make sure that there is no one here today who hears these solemn demands and yet convinces himself that all will get well with him, even if he stubbornly goes his own way. This would destroy all of you good and evil alike. The Lord will not forgive such a man. Instead, the Lord's burning anger will flame up against him. And all the disasters written in this book will fall on him until the Lord has destroyed him completely. The Lord will make him a, will make an example of him before all the tribes of Israel and will bring disaster on him in accordance with all the curses listed in the covenant that is written in this book of the Lord's teaching in future generations your descendants and foreigners from distant lands will see the disasters and sufferings that the Lord has brought on your land. The fields will be a barren waste, covered with sulfur and salt. Nothing will be planted, and not even weeds will grow there. Your land will be like the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, of Adma and Zebulun which the Lord destroyed when he was furiously angry. Then the old world will ask, Why did the Lord do this to their land? What was the reason for his first anger? And the answer will be, It is because the Lord's people broke the covenant that they had made with him. The Lord of their ancestors, which he brought them out of Egypt. They served other gods 
that they had never worshipped before. Gods that the Lord had forbidden, forbidden them to worship. And so the Lord became angry with his people and brought on their land all the disasters written in this book. The Lord became furiously angry and in his great anger he uprooted them from their land and threw them into the foreign land. And there they are today. There are some things that the Lord our God has kept secret, but he has revealed his law and we and our descendants are to obey it forever. And may the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. In Jesus' name, Amen. The worst part of witchcraft is the witchcraft that comes from the thoughts of the heart. Our God is a just God. And he declared in Genesis chapter 8 verses 22 that as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. And we are also told in Galatians chapter 6 verses 7. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Unfortunately, rather than people to turn to God, they are looking for ways to change the weather. In South Africa, when they passed a bill, that people of the same sex could marry each other. More than 80% of the legislators in the House voted in favor of that bill, while less than 20% voted against it. Yet the majority of the legislators were black people. Why would there not be continued poverty when the people have chosen to turn their backs on God? If you have been doing well before and suddenly there is a downturn in your finances, it could be because of one of the following reasons. Witchcraft attack on your finances you could have gone into some kind of sin. You could have turned to follow other gods. There is a generational curse in place. Most times, the people that you least expect to attack you are the ones attacking you. And some of the people you help financially are the ones using your money to do evil against you. Beloved, please listen to me and always remember this. 
there is absolutely no way that you can ever bribe your enemy into submission. It is important to note that the second commandment is the only one that specifies that sins of the fathers will have serious consequences on their children and future generations. A generation is about 30 years. Now, since the consequences could affect up to the third or fourth generations, which it means that a person may be poor now, as a result of the sins someone committed 90 to 120 years ago. You see, beloved, people can inherit poverty and stagnancy from their parents or family line. So if you observe that the evil pattern in your father's life is manifesting in your own life now, then it is time to pray seriously. You need to take a very close look to the lives of your parents and your siblings. Determine how many of them are prospering so that you will know if there could be an evil inheritance in place and operating in your life. Let us take the following prayer points. The first prayer point is this. My Father and my God, let every inherited poverty that is operating in my life die now in the name of Jesus. Amen. The next prayer point is this. Every witchcraft attack on my finances become powerless over me in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the last prayer point is this. Every evil thought directed at my destiny backfire in the name of Jesus. Amen. The prophetic word for the day is this. I pray that as from today, the praise of the Lord shall continually flow from your lips in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Remember that God is not a magician. It is the word of God you read and you hear that will work for you as long as you choose to work it in your daily life. God is not a magician. Have a blessed day. Pastor Olusheyi Ogwaruyinka